Michael Max, the host of Geological. This is one of the podcast member episodes, and I wanted to share a few minutes with you as it captures the spirit and the essence of this conversation. I hope you enjoy this bit of essential chi, and if you'd like to listen to the complete conversation along with the other 250 plus episodes we have, then visit the website and sign up for a monthly or annual membership. So of all the different influences happening, the cycle of 60, which is 60 years, 60 months, 60 days, 60 hours, 60 seconds, this comes from uh, Jupiter. And we understand it through these two factors, the stem, heavenly stem, earthly branch, right? And when we're talking about the chi of the year, when we say the young water tiger year, this is one of the earthly branches. Right. And then that is primarily symbolic as I understand it. So to understand in the way that I work with the interpretation of the, the symbol is kind of a playful interpretation of the depth of the symbol and how the symbol manifests on earth. So the stems uh, are a little bit more, so we call them the heavenly stems, right? So that means that if they're operating from this kind of place that we call heaven, wherever that is, my teacher called it the spiritual vertical, but it manifests on earth through its branches, and it does so in this kind of um, symbolic way, at least in how we are able to understand it and interpret it, because we're talking about a kind of living presence, how the energy of heaven is, is uh, influencing and manifesting here on earth. And what it is, I don't really know. You know, there's a, astronomically, perhaps it comes from the cycle of Jupiter, but observation over many thousands of years, able to determine different patterns in this cycle, and then eventually broke them down into this set of 12, right? So Jupiter divides the sky into 12 houses, and these 12, how they manifest it is been interpreted through these animals, right? So why animals and what do the animals have to say? What does it mean for the year to come in the form of a tiger? Yes. Well, I mean, you were just talking about symbol. Yes. We have these influences that come to us. We have symbol. You know, symbol shows up in so many places in the human endeavor, right? We've got mythology. We've got different artwork, symbols that have come down to us through different cultures, often very similar interestingly enough, right? Mm -hmm. Because there is some kind of influence that comes in through our human consciousness. And regardless of where you are and what culture, there are some things that they're repeatable. They kind of show up the same. And symbol is such a powerful way of looking into something, right? Yes. I mean, this is, this is where religion I guess you could say goes off the track or, you know, where maybe we as humans take it off the track, right? There's these influence, these symbols, these larger concepts. And when we try to nail it down to this equals that, that often doesn't help so much. But when we take it as an inquiry, when we take it as something to chew on or see how it might unfold or notice how it unfolds in the cycles of 60, like you were saying, 60 years, 60 months, 60 seconds, 
120 for that matter, 60 times two, right? Because you got your yin and your yang. Mm-hmm. Talk about wheels within wheels and then go spinning through time. It does get complex. But yes, yeah, symbols are a really curious way of exploring the human psyche. For sure. And Heiner Fruhoff, one of my main teachers, definitely described Chinese medicine and the Chinese tradition as a symbol science and as a associative thinking. I mean, associative learning it allows us to be very kind of playful and gentle with the way that we approach our experience. Because if you understand a symbol, you understand what it's associated with, then this kind of allows us to play with those associations and, and contemplate them in our experience. And to me, that's what astrology is for. It's not uh, fortune telling. It's not trying to predict anything that's going to happen. It's a contemplative act in which you understand uh, and you study these symbols and how they inform our experience. And there's a lot of them. Every system has its own set of symbols. Yeah, it's got its own pattern language. Because we can't really get at reality directly. as uh, The conceptual mind can't really it's not precise. So we kind of use these symbols to approximate something that's beyond uh, our understanding. Man, that's so true, isn't it? We can't really get at reality. Not directly. <laughs> not directly. We can sort of pick up its influences. Yeah, it's too big. And it's not uh, in the form of human thought. It doesn't qu- come that way. Mm. We'd like to wish that it did. But the hum- human-centric view is not the Chinese view at all. Like I think it, they thought that we were just one uh, type of being among a lots of different types of beings in sharing this kind of space. But symbols allow us to relax a little bit, not trying to figure everything out to hold things a little bit more openly. And yes or no answers as well. It's much more relaxed. I love this idea, Gregory, of Playful and gentle. Mm -hmm. Because reality can be a real bitch. Uh You know, reality, at some point, it'll kill us. It brings us all kinds of troubles. It brings us all kinds of great things as well. Love and connection and nice dinners. and But it brings us a lot of trouble as well. And so often, it seems, in our human endeavor, trying to wrangle this thing into some kind of order and exert some kind of control over it. Mm -hmm. And it's slippery, Right? It's like the more control you try to exert, the less control you have. Yeah. So this perspective of being gentle and playful and taking this symbol and recognizing that the universe doesn't speak in human thought. Yes. It's up to us to lighten up a bit, maybe soften up a bit to uh, be able to receive more of these influences that are not otherwise in our mind. Yes. Yeah. And something like Chinese astrology, which is just a series of symbols, just offers us a symbolic lens through which to uh, look at our experience. So if you think that all these factors are happening all the time, so we're in the water tiger year in a fire horse month, what might that mean? And to not hold it, again, strongly, but to just live our lives, but then take a step back, a kind of a bird's eye view, you know, and look at everything that's happening. And then relate it back to these symbols and just to ask the question, what is this influence? And how does it affect me? How is it affecting community? How is it affecting the world at large? And uh, just to contemplate it. And it's a really rich experience. This has been kind of a big part of my path, just looking at 
the events of my life as they unfold and thinking, wow, like that was a really, what's going on? This has been a crazy year so far. Mm -hmm. And like, what is up with this, for example, feeling pent up and frustrated. So that's something that's really available. (laughs) Yes. In the first half of the water tiger year. So we get into the tiger symbol and look at everything in available in that symbol might start to see patterns in our life that have been going on or patterns in uh, politics or patterns at our job or something like that and say, wow, maybe this, what's going on? You know, and I think there's some kind of wisdom that comes from that, that again, part of it's a, the softening and part of it is just a rethinking of what we are and what time is and where we find ourselves in the universe, you know? There is plenty more to this conversation. And as a member of the Geological website, you'll have access to it all. Plus, access to the entire library of over 250 conversations. Sign up to be a member and enjoy all that Geological has to offer. <laughs>